0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
2: Nightside. This is the Nightside Project. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened then?
3: We passed that. When? Just now. Wear it now,
1: now. Nightside on KSL, a
2: limited edition summer season.
3: It is a little weird to be back here doing this. Yeah, the weird part's me taking your temperature before each show.
2: The Nightside Project with Ethan Millard and Alex Carey, streaming live on Alexa and on KSL News Radio at
1: 102.7 FM. Welcome to The Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millard here with Alex Carey. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. You know, one of the real highlights of this uh, rebooted Nightside project that we've been doing this spring and into the summer uh, has been Adrian Andrews. Adrian is a vice president at Weber State University. She's their chief diversity officer, and we've been bringing her on regularly on the show to just kind of help us talk through and fill out our thoughts and give us some background and 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 data information. On this ongoing debate on race in America that's just become such an important part of the larger public debate. And she joins us tonight. Adrian, welcome. How are you?
4: I am great. Just got my tires done, so I'm in a car that is road ready.
1: <laughs> oh, nice, good. Keeping it safe. Well, uh, we we want to keep you safe and healthy. Cause... I love the I love the little things.
3: I I know that feeling when you get your tires done or you get like an oil change, okay. and you feels like your car's new for some reason. It's just a mental thing. You're like, I feel like I'm basically invincible for the next ten thousand. It's
1: fine. <laughs> it's nothing. It's good. Nothing <laughs> can happen. Um, <laughs> Well, listen, uh l- let me let me kind of loop you in on where we are cuz we we actually have spent the last segment talking about this topic just between Alex and me and um and the we wanted to kind of loop you in, share with you some of our thoughts and 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 hopefully you can kind of help us clarify and and get some clarity on this larger debate. Um so we all know about what's happening in Washington D.C. with the football team, formerly known as the Washington Redskids. now uh, Washington TBD, as someone texted right. in, to that's be determined.
3: New, that's the new mascot, the TBDs. Yeah, and
1: uh, and a lot of people have pointed out that there are a ton of Native American references across sports. Uh, Most famously here locally, we've got the Utes. Now, just this last week, uh, the Ute representatives of of the Ute Nation reaffirmed that relationship. They said it was valuable to them. They're proud of it. That benefits both uh, their community and the school, and they wanted to keep it. And and I don't want to minimize the debate because I I know that the presence of the Ute brand at a state school, I know it's not without controversy. So I I don't want to pretend that that's a settled deal but i do think adrian that there is there has got to be room for references that are at least in part rooted in a race or an ethnicity my question is what are the parameters for this and 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 how can we know that we've got it right
4: so the first thing i think about is are we honoring people or are we taking and, um, and owning some aspect of identity for a commercial purpose. So I think the University of Utah is a perfect example of an educational organization that it's got a strong partnership with the Ute Tribe. They have an agreement that's a renewable agreement that they can use the name, and they have a Ute Pride Camp or Ute Proud campaign to educate people that. Ute history is utah history the yeah. native american history is utah history and so i think there's this fundamental different component that's happening at a place like the university of utah that being said i also still think it might be problematic to have the the name the youth hmm. even though you have uh tribal leadership that is supporting it and because there is a relationship there where there is a benefit to the bargain Where scholarships are created, where educational programs are supported for K through 12, and there's this ongoing larger um, educational component because of Ute Proud campaign, um, that makes it a little bit different than having the name of um, an an agency that take a name that is a slur.
1: Yeah, which yeah, which they've been using in DC. Slur. Yeah, Yeah, right.
4: So you're not honoring. A tribe or a culture of people with that
1: title. Yeah.
3: What about the what about the idea too here locally because we have the same debate happening, um, you know, uh, at the high school level. And I, when uh, having grown up in the Seattle area, we had a lot of uh, high school mascots changed over wh- around the time that I was in high school in the mid 90s, mid to late 90s, where they were. It was like, hey, Chiefs, uh, Braves. Indians, any of those are going to be changed. They, they, and they had the school change, all of them. And across the state, they had to do it. And I think there are a couple exceptions that had, like, actual tribe connections. You know, and Florida State University does the same thing with the Seminole tribe down there. They're called the Seminoles, and they have an agreement with the Seminole tribe. But what about Bountiful High School, who is having this debate right now, what direction would you give the school board who's trying to make this decision on, what to, on how to go with this? Because it's a peripheral reference to Native Americans or uh, – you know First Nations uh, people but it doesn't it, but it doesn't really have that reference. It just has like maybe an axe or whatever it might use as a symbol of what that mascot is and they're trying to make that decision right now.
4: So one of the first things I would ask the board is when you have such a strong response against changing the name, what are people holding on to or ascribing to that symbol? And that's what may be problematic. We can make the comparison to um, Confederate monuments. You know, there's a difference between a monument and a memorial. A memorial is never forget. A monument is you will always have to remember, hmm. even if it's yeah. not the thing we should be remembering, right? Mm-hmm. And so the first question um, I would say that board should be asking is, what is this response about? Because we change the name of things. Yeah. We transform things all the time. But what is it that people feel so strongly about that they feel that they have an ownership over that they can't let go of? And that's the first thing I would want to understand.
1: Um, when, uh, if I can just pull this back just briefly to the, to the use, because I'm, I'm very interested in the situation with these cuts where I went to school. And, um, and I'm, I'm curious. I, I I'm curious to know a little bit more detail into what people are seeing because um, there's, it's obviously still controversial. I, I like that they've got this relationship with, uh, with the, the Ute nation, with that tribe. What is it that I'm missing? What is it about using that name, using the name of the Utes that remains in a kind of a gray area despite the fact that everyone seems to have embraced it? What is it that – because I feel like I'm missing something. I'm not seeing something.
4: So one of the perspectives I, I might bring to bear would be that anytime we take the identity of somebody and make it a mascot, then we make it less than human. We, we take away the legitimacy or the common humanity that we share with it. And so even though there's an agreement, there's a sense that we're taking as our own something that is fundamentally human and sacred. And that's the identity of a people. And so you that know, could be some of the, the resistance that you feel or the grayness that you walk in.
1: Well, and, and, uh, and someone, and I, I can't remember where I saw this, uh, but it was within the last couple of months, <clears throat> part of this larger debate. And someone said, maybe, maybe I read it on a sign or heard it from someone, I don't know, but it stuck it in my mind. Not enough that I could remember the source, but enough that it's in there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it said, I'm a, I'm a person, we're, we're people, we're not mascots. And right. I guess that's kind of where you're where you're headed. I, I love the idea of using. Um, I love the idea of of having the opportunity to kind of pay tribute to the um, to the you know Native Americans or the original Americans. So right. is that just is is sports and mascots things like that? Is that just as much as we might want to? Is it just an inappropriate place to do that? Should we just find other places to? for tributes?
4: You know, I think it would be wonderful if we built beautiful monuments and we also had memorials to recognize where we have done such a wrong thing in our history, that we will never forget the things that we've done wrong so that we don't do them again. But there are also opportunities for us to memorialize amazing leaders who are first nation people that we haven't done. And so I think it's fascinating that we get hung up on a mascot associated with an athletics team instead of being hung up on how do we honor and recognize and include the history and culture and traditions of the people in the world that we live in when this was their land. Yeah. And then we came here.
1: Yeah.
4: Adrian that's Andrews. In- Boy, it's
1: interesting.
3: Adrian Andrews, every week we uh, we kind of wade through these topics uh, that have been part of this racial diversity discussion that we have hoped to have furthered a little bit more. Uh, and we've really enjoyed it, and we've had such a good time with uh, Adrian having us discuss these things with her, and she gives us such a good perspective on it. Adrian, thanks for hanging out with us this evening again.
4: Anytime, guys.
3: Taking the break here, we'll come back. We got more to go when we return. Uh, an interesting meeting there in, in uh, Utah County, of course. Uh, the Commissioner uh, Tanner Ainge finding himself on all the national outlets uh today because of some things that happened at the uh, the mask wearing or not mask wearing meeting so stay with us more to go we'll talk about it next keep your text rolling in five seven five zero zero. we read them we see them and we see you we'll be right back
2: i'm dave cawley investigative journalist and host of the podcast cold